1: Thursday, we're not in Ebor City. We're not in Kansas. We are in Tallahassee at the Rotunda on the third floor, where all the laws are made, and all the politicians are happy about it. This, this,
0: this could be Kansas?
1: This, this could be Kansas, but it's just not one of those kind of things.
0: Kansas, you're doing all the
1: wrong things. Well, he is trying to look really, really, you know, serious today. He's not, he hasn't got a tie, but, uh, well, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Gary Stein. I'm the political director of Suncoast Normal, and this is my co-host and deputy director, Carlos Armida.
0: Hi, hi. What's up, everybody?
1: And we are again coming from Tallahassee here in the on the rotunda because we just came from a um, a press conference that was in. Introducing all the great new bills, all the fantastic new uh, laws that, that could possibly happen in regards to legalization of cannabis and a whole host of other things. And we were going to go ahead and discuss some of the things that are going on as long as we're here right now. But I got He usually wears a hat. So I brought a hat. He,
0: uh, he's in the hat today. And also, hopefully you guys can hear me. OK, I am going to try and talk louder because we're working off one microphone. But it's more important than you hear, Gary. Anyways,
1: yes, I am the more important of the two of us. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I, you know, throw Carlos a bone for goodness sakes. But we are trying to make laws here, and we are hopefully going to move things forward. But I think I'm going to go ahead and just. Uh, well, first off, I do have my hat here that says "Takuna Lam because uh, Melissa Villar, who is the uh, <laughs> who is the director of Tallahassee, normal is here, and she wanted me to do a. Uh, a conversation in Hebrew, but uh, since I don't speak conversational Hebrew, I brought the Hebrew hat.
2: Getting getting samples ready here from New Green Organics North Florida Hemp Farms.
1: So uh, Melissa here
0: is actually <laughs> she's the reason why normal lobby days uh, work so well. You see these like fancy like lists and and everything she puts all this together and makes all these meetings of legislators that we've talked to. So.
1: by by any chance does this laptop have our logo uh yeah with the with the song with the
0: oh wait yeah we should have done that shouldn't
1: do that intro hold on I hope that. Now, <laughs> if it's, it seems like we're disorganized, it's probably because we might be. Uh, generally, we are unscripted, and today we're also uh, discombobulated. I, I came over here leaving the Tampa at around four o'clock in the morning, got here at eight o'clock, we helped set this thing up. And we're getting a chance to talk to some of the legislators that are coming by and uh, helping them know all that needs to be known about the cannabis bills so they can go ahead and vote on them as they're coming by. But let me just go ahead and Take the hat off, because that's and also because I don't have the sun in my eyes, I'll get rid of the sunglasses too. How about that? That that work for you? Have you? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean that as long as I look better than you, that's,
1: that's
0: it works. <laughs> uh, have you done any meetings yet today? I I haven't really been around. This I time. have I
1: have not done any meetings today because I've been busy trying to to cover these tables.
0: Yes. And I just got back from lunch. You said out you were, you, you haven't even eaten, that, haven't you? It?
1: No, I, that's all right. I'm good for it. Hey, Wendy.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, yesterday we were able to meet with uh, Senator Bobby Powell. There you go. Uh, and also, I was able to meet with Jeff Brandis real quick.
1: Fantastic. Um, what did Jeff
0: say? Well, Jeff was a really quick uh, meeting. Um, and really, it was just me and Lisa over, over, over there. But, um, yeah, I, we just basically like thanked him for the bills that he filed. He has like, how many bills does he have? Like four or five bills that he filed for marijuana reform? That's
1: right. And I, I helped write those bills as a matter of fact. So.
0: Which, which bills did you
1: help write? <laughs> okay. Well, first off the, the, uh, medical patient protection bill, Yes, which makes it so that if you are institutionalized, Your medicine, as in your cannabis medicine, is not considered illicit. And so therefore, they can't take it away from you. If you are in a uh, assisted living facility, or if you are in a hospital, or if you are in a rehabilitation center, and if you are in need of an organ transplant, they can't take you off of the transplant list, which is so, so important. And we're trying to push that medical patient bill because we need to make certain that everybody gets... Their access to cannabis that allows them to be healthy. We did also. You, did you write, help write all these bills? No, not all the bills. So, well, like all the ones Brandis filed. Uh, no, I did not help write the uh, uh, the tele the, the telehealth bills. The
0: telehealth bills. Those
1: those came from from another source.
0: Okay, but you helped with okay. uh, the rest of the process.
1: I mean, we we got another guest over here. So, went, Jody, you got to come over here. Ladies and gentlemen, from Florida Can, the premier cannabis organization since the 1990s, Jody James.
2: Hi, Jody. Hi, guys. How's it going?
1: What have you been doing today, Jody? Stirring up trouble. <laughs> but good trouble, right?
2: Yeah, good trouble. Um, you know, we had a meeting this morning in professions and um, public health, which is where kind of all of the bane of our existence and all good things that are to come in the future start. So um, we had helped some of the Democrats with the questions that were asked of the OMMU. We're particularly concerned because we can't get our form yet that'll allow us to have more than a two and a half ounce supply every 35 days. So you'll see a video that we're putting out called the Barefoot um, Florida Caregiver. This is a gentleman who lost both of his hands in an industrial accident and his wife is blind. In um, all of his existence, he's used cannabis, and he has learned how to roll cannabis cigarettes with his feet. So he is the, he rolls, and oddly enough, none of the delivery devices that are available through MMTCs work for a guy with 30-year-old hooks.
1: Desperation is the mother of invention, isn't it? That? Isn't
2: this something? <laughs> so he can roll. Now, the price of cannabis, as we all know, is just outrageous in, That's the, right. in the legal market.
1: That's why I was wondering, why, why would everybody want four, four ounces a month if that would cost them approximately $1,000?
2: Well, he's able to get the shake. And, you know, there are sales and you can buy on deals. And so he buys the shake and he rolls it with his feet. Um, but two and a half ounces is not enough. And so, when you get over your two and a half ounces, then you need to get concentrates or another delivery form. And there are no other delivery forms that he can use with his hooks. So, we put that video out showing have how you, was,
0: Have you, I, like, you, you've seen him roll, like, has, have on you, YouTube. have you, got a
2: video on YouTube.
0: have you smoked a, a joint he's rolled with his feet?
2: That would be illegal. But before oh. 2012, I guess it wasn't diversion. <laughs> yeah, we were all criminals back then. Yeah, people yeah. do ask about that. He's very clean. Now. By the way, we we, we, <laughs> yeah, well, no, we, we I, call it the yeah,
1: legacy GAC. market.
2: I, I'm honestly because we
0: had a joint rolling contest, like okay. like. Six months ago, I'm wondering how like fast he is. How like He's what? Warm, like was it a good
2: joint? It's an amazing joint. You can actually watch it on YouTube. It's called the Barefoot Sunshine Caregiver, um, and it's a little campaign that we did in 2013 where we asked, you know, it's before we had cannabis legal. We said, what would you do? So this man has no hands, and his wife is blind, and what he was willing to do is learn how to roll cannabis for himself and his wife. And he learned how to do it. He uses his feet and he's got hooks. I think it's embarrassing to a state as wealthy as Florida that a Floridian has the same hooks that are 30 years old and that this man with no arms can't get a new set. That's yes. horrible. Yeah. Do
1: you know Olivia Faith Bambas by any chance? Do I know what? Olivia Faith Bambas. She ran for I Senate a couple not. years ago in Sarasota.
2: Bambas. Okay. Yeah, she
1: she is a, a woman who, oh, yeah. who does not have any arms. She was born that way. I remember but She does her. amazing things with her feet.
2: Amazing things. And that's what this guy he is. He is really amazing. But you know, we're not thinking about the fact that, you know, it may be easy for me to go like this and puff on my, vaporizer, but that's just not a motion that works with his claws, but he has figured out what works for him. Um, I know you guys agree with me. When we started talking about making sure that patients had legal access to cannabis, we weren't talking about this crazy program. We were talking about making sure that people who had been using cannabis for a very long time were able to continue to use what they needed without worrying about being a criminal.
1: Well, that is the problem with regulation. It tends to complicate things.
2: It does, it really does. We have to be careful what we
1: ask for. Yeah, and that's why when the the first regulated Florida bill came through, it said it was too, too long. And the, the Florians for, for Freedom bill is much, much shorter. Than it.
2: 121 words.
1: And would it, what will the, the Florians for Freedom bill do if it ever does get a chance to get on the ballot?
2: Well, you know, I think it establishes our fundamental right so, we had this discussion in public health this morning where the guys, the Republicans said, well, wait a minute, isn't cannabis Schedule One? Yep. Well, doesn't Schedule One mean there's no municipal value? Yep. Well, wait a minute, aren't we saying there's medicinal value here? In yep. Are, are you saying that we're using it and it's safe? Yep. So, even the Republicans get that we don't belong in Schedule One anymore. So, when you start thinking about what we do once it's not Schedule One, if it's Schedule Two, we're in trouble. Right. If it's Schedule 3, every medical marijuana program in the state is has to retool because we're not Schedule 2. Uh, if we remove it from the criminal statutes, that's fabulous. Remove it from Schedule 1. But at the end of the day, I believe that having an, a functioning endocannabinoid system means that I have a fundamental right to it. And fundamental rights is what we put in the Constitution, at least the way I was raised, that that's a a document that's supposed to be a living, breathing body of um, rights that were reserved to the individual. Now, we've changed that a lot in the last 25, 30 years and decisions that have happened, but I'm still a fundamentalist and believe that that's a core right and that as an individual I have a core right to this plant. So that's all we're really trying to do. I think we'll do a better job of regulating something that's legal than we do of regulating something that's illegal, go now, figure.
1: Speaking of the length of a regulation, okay, uh, Representative Hinson did a, a press conference today in regards to her bill, which is a very good bill, it's very comprehensive, but was it was 148, 182 pages, is that correct? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so they do that when they want to intimidate people. The bill itself is probably 35 pages and the other 100 pages are citations. Because really, um, when we start talking about legalizing marijuana, we're going to have to pull um, a lot of bad language out of a lot of statutes because cannabis is not just Illegal in one place. It's illegal in a lot of places. Right. So we have a big mess to fix. So Florida Can has been here in Tallahassee since 2010, mm-hmm. and we've always set up the war room. We're very proud of that. I told him I think this year we're going to have the laundry room because really all we're trying to do is clean up the mess and iron out the details. So amazing? you we- come visit our laundry many anytime. We will we'll do that. Cleaning up the mess and ironing out the details.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> And by the way, Jody's having a a, a lobby day of her own on the 24th of uh, January, January, and you're welcome to come up to Tallahassee and talk to the representatives, talk to the senators, and push the bills and let them know how important it is to them.
2: Absolutely. Oh, and you know, you really get um, an excellent idea about the process. Uh, Florida Cannabis Action Network, our day starts at 9 a.m. Some tours of the Capitol. We're actually going to take over the Senate chamber. And we're going to debate a bill, and you'll get to push the button and see your answer recorded on the on the big screen. Um, I think great. we'll probably. Can be Kai B. Simpson? You can be anybody you want, and I would love to know what the what uh, <laughs> what we should be debating, right? Because we're certainly not going to debate legalization.
1: No, but I can talk about egg farms.
2: <laughs> if you want to be senator, you certainly can. Now, you play nice. He may be our uh, commissioner of agriculture.
1: Most likely. Can you- really doesn't have much of, um, no I, I would love for Ryan Morales to to win, but unfortunately he doesn't have the kind of money that Senator Simpson has.
2: And Senator Simpson is well known. And, and he's going to do fine on our, most people do not realize that it was in, um, that we got our very first hemp bill and it was Senator Simpson that made that happen. Absolutely. So he has been in favor of this for a very long time. So it's a really exciting to see normal up here. Gary, you are I'm sure you have told people what an impact you have had on not just this session, but every session as we write language and debate bills that move us closer to some sensible policies. Uh, your name can never be.
1: I found out that my home grow um, uh, cannabis cultivation center is actually embedded into Senator Bill. We love it. That is so nice. I did not know that because I didn't have a chance to read it because it's kind of long. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and look <laughs> at it because my, apparently my language is right in there. So we have to move that forward, don't we? Because okay. we all want home grow, don't we? And this is a uh, this is a version of home grow that they will appreciate because it's regulatable, but it is home grow and it is your grow. That is so important.
2: There we go. Well, and you know, the relationship we have with the plant as patients and as human beings, right? not just as patients, but as human beings if you can get in and you can nurture that plant and that plant can nurture you um, it can really help with so many things that ail us not not just the medicine but the whole relationship with the plant right. I'm a fan, who knew I was sold on cannabis? <laughs> who knew? Alright, well thanks for the time guys.
1: All right, you take care.
2: I'll see you later.
1: It's, it's so good to have all the advocates out here in Tallahassee to try to make things happen because there are a lot of people who have come to our booth today, and they are, they are representatives and senators, and they, have, they ask me questions like, so what just is CPD? Is it legal? Just simple, senators basic. Are senators are asking that. Senators' staffs are asking that. Representatives are asking that. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that um, we are here to educate the legislature, and that is what is so important because you can't vote on something you don't understand. Yeah. And once they understand it, it helps things go so much farther. I'm gonna to try to grab any other representatives or senators that do come by, although I think they're trying to avoid us. Yeah, I just think
0: they see the microphone and they're just like,
1: walk past. <laughs> that is the way it works, but... Um,
0: I can't recognize anybody.
1: Well, I, I know a, I know a few of them, and they they, they know if they, they know me too, as a matter of fact. Because I've, I've been kind of a thorn on their side for quite a few years now, but that's okay. Because once we can train them to uh, to bend to our will, that's not going to happen. But
0: maybe, maybe you're the reason why they're avoiding the
1: table. Well, actually, the problem is, see, they're politicians. And they want to get a word in edgewise. And I don't always let that happen. But <laughs> That is just the way it is. Politicians like to talk, so I've heard. But that is, that is how they get elected. And speaking of how they get elected, it is so important for these people to understand that we as the voters are the ones that let them get into office. And this is an election year. So if you have a legislator, elect- okay. If you have a legislator in, in your district, a senator or representative who is possibly not on board with the bills that you want to see going, let them know that you as a voter will vote for them if they move these bills forward. Now, this is not to mean that you're going to be a, a single-issue voter, but let them know this issue is important to you, and it's going it's to come into that decision that you make in regards to who you vote for, and that is important. Can you
0: see this thing
1: that listening or Oh, that in the schedule.
0: Uh, not just the schedule, but the real hand
1: little handout. little handout of all the bills?
0: Got our, lo- our logo on it, too. Oh, wow. Normal. Logo.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's good to know that that normal is actually uh, <laughs> represented here on paper and in the bills.
0: So I mean, this is this is essentially a list of all the all the bills that affect marijuana reform mm-hmm. and how we stand on uh, many of these topics. Um, yeah, and I mean, this is a pretty long list. This is actually kind of an in- exciting time because it seems like there's a lot going on with cannabis reform. It is, um, and more so than any other time that I've been up here.
1: Now, i got to say, we do have a, a, a major issue, and that right. is the fact that these bills have been filed, but in order for them to move forward, they have to get into committee. Mm-hmm. They have to pass their committee before they can get to the floor of the House or the Senate and be voted on. Mm-hmm. If they can't get to that point, they go nowhere. They, as, as Representative Braco calls, DOF, or dead on filing. So they can get filed, but they go nowhere. And so that's why it's important that you contact them and let them know... We want to see these bills get a hearing in a committee so they can be discussed. If they can be discussed, we have a chance of, of convincing them to move them forward. If they don't get into the committee, then they are essentially dead. And we don't want that to happen because we've got so many darn good bills. Now, we have a, a, a House bill and a Senate bill that is an employee protection bill, which basically states that if you are a public employee and you have a medical card, you can't lose your job because of the fact that you have a medical card. And that is so important because the Americans with Disabilities Act claims that if you have a disab- disabling condition, then uh, you must have accommodations through your job. And that means that if you have a, are a medical cannabis patient, you have the right to your medicine so that you can work. And if it does not affect your performance, there should be no reason why you should lose your job or prevent prevented from getting a job if you have a medical card, and that bill is in the House and the Senate, and it can move forward if we can get it into committee. And again, we have the medical patient bill, which also says that medical, your medicine is not illicit, and so there you, or you can move forward with that. And we also have the reciprocity bill, which basically states that if you are a medical patient from another state, you can come here and buy your medicine here. So. People who are medical patients who want to have a vacation in Florida don't come here on vacation and leave on probation because that is so important. And there's no reason why a person who has a medical card in another state can't come here and have a medical and and purchase medical products here in Florida. Almost every other state that has a medical program allows reciprocity with the possible exception of Florida. And we have to move that forward. We would
0: probably benefit the most from all those states.
1: Absolutely. I mean, think of how many more uh, patients uh, who are coming on vacation will be able to stay on vacation because one of the basic reasons you might not go on vacation is because of the fact that somebody in the the, uh, family is ill. So if grandma is ill, don't make her sneak her medicine onto a plane or have to drive all the way from who knows where to to sneak it in the trunk. Let's make certain that people can have access to genuine florida products <laughs> only the finest only the finest, products, finest in, in, marijuana. products here in florida and move them forward and what other, what other bills have been discussed we we discussed at least four different legalization bills today of various lengths some one of them is actually 214 pages but they all have Dude. great things about it including expungement of previous records no reason why if you had a possession charge 20 years ago or 10 years ago that you should be blocked from being able to get scholarships, to get housing, to get, to get jobs. And that's what happens when you have a possession charge that's in your record that has not been expunged. And you can get expunged nowadays, but it's kind of expensive, isn't it, Carlos?
0: It's very expensive. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how much it is now, but back when I had it done, it was pretty bad.
1: We're talking about um, high four figures, aren't we?
0: Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know, it's a lot of fucking use. it depends on the attorney you get and things like that, but it's, it's fucking up there, it's definitely up there, it, it could be more than it could be more than like a couple grand um, but um, yeah so so I see a lot of these bills have our companion, right so right? There's, there's bills in both the senate and the house, you're we talking about like the whole dead on filing thing, um and it's, what, what are the chances of any of these bills making it to committee?
1: It depends on who pushes them. Okay, it really, really does. And now I know that uh, the executive branch, uh, the guy who has that office downstairs in the basement, the one with the ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I kid the governor, seriously <laughs> and truly and normally, but he is saying that he he will not he, he will not allow. Uh, Legalization or adult use cannabis in the state of Florida on his watch, which is a shame because that might prevent him from getting reelected. And we do have somebody who is actually running for that office who would allow that,
0: don't we? Um, yeah.
1: That would, um, that would be our commissioner Nikki Fried.
0: And there's uh, isn't Charlie Chris,
1: and Charlie Chris is also for it as well.
0: Um, is he is he going to run as well? He
1: he is running right now, and they and Nikki and and. Uh, Governor Chris, Senator Chris, Congressman Chris, <laughs> uh, a, a Republican, Democrat, independent, but a nice guy and, and the ultimate, the, the commensurate uh, politician uh, is actually in very much in favor of, of cannabis bills. And he would see them move forward as well, especially when it comes to veterans' access to cannabis, which he has for in Congress. And so we'd like to see those move forward. But again, Nikki and uh, Chris will be in a, in a primary runoff, and most likely that person will go up against uh, Santos unless he's running for, unless he's getting ready for a presidential run. We don't know if that's going to happen or not, do we? I uh, well, I
0: hope not. Um, well, if he becomes if he becomes president, then it's like he's the governor of Florida of, of the United States,
1: so. Well, they do call the, exec, the, uh, the governor's a, an executive position, just like the president is an executive position. I
0: don't I don't, I don't want to see that guy. That guy's been horrible.
1: Well, we've, we've had some disagreements. And I'll grant you, he did push forward the, the, uh, the right to uh, use flour at the very beginning. It's a but shame he it didn't go farther after that, though. That.
0: He, even, he even specifically said that uh, there was a cartel over the, the cannabis industry during that press conference. But, yeah, I mean, he definitely said that they're not on his watch. And as a matter of fact, um, recently we were told that the the Regulate Florida petition is actually going to be uh, shooting for the 2024 ballot. So, uh, yeah, so uh, if anything's going to happen, at least now, it's going to be these bills.
1: Well, here's the problem that Regulate Florida has right now. They have until February, which is only a couple weeks away. To get 287,000 uh, petitions. And what do they have right now? About 8,000, correct?
0: Yeah.
1: And that's after sending out, what, 90,000 uh, flyers? There's
0: no point in, in spending any more money on that, can you know? So
1: they're actually looking now to 2024. Uh-huh. And the question is can we ever get a ballot measure in with the kind of laws they have right now, against ballots moving forward, you don't have too many ballot measures moving forward unless somebody's got a couple million dollars to put into it, like what happened with Amendment Two. And there aren't any more uh John Morgans out there to try to push these things forward. Oh, I think I saw Spencer Roach go by, and I think he just ran away. Maybe, maybe it wasn't him, maybe it wasn't him. But the one bill that we are looking forward to is the learned and roach bill coming up that Andrew Larned.
0: Well, there so is. We are meeting with our neighbor after this show.
1: That's right, and and <laughs> it, it is an interesting bill, and it does have some of the things that we wanted. Unfortunately, as it was being moved forward, as it was being built, uh, a lot of the things were taken off oh. that we would hope would have had what would have been on. That would include employee protection, patient protection, and a number of other things. But one good thing is that we got um, Representative Roach to take the cap away. That. Yeah. That he just doesn't have the uh the stomach for it anymore, I would suppose. The 10 percent cap for
0: uh banning of uh uh most of hemp, so I don't know how, how well that's gonna work.
1: And it also has provisions in there in regards to uh telemedicine okay. because we did have during the COVID event everybody had access to telemedicine, but uh that that, that went away, of course, when the governor stopped that. And now we were trying to get uh, that telemedicine back, in part for every other appointment after the initial exam. The initial exam will still have to be in person, but after that, we, we will be able to have it tele- telehealth. And the bill that, that Lauren and Roach put together actually does stretch out that, that time period between times you have to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And it also makes the med- it makes the licenses um, every two years instead of every one year. There was supposed to be a bill in there that would give free cards, to veterans and to people uh, who have uh, not monitoring problems like the folks on SSDI, but that was taken out of the bill. But from what I understand, it's possibly still on the table.
0: Yeah, with Cruz and so, SB 556.
1: That is, that is the Senate version. This
0: list is killer, <laughs> killer. killer work, Melissa. <laughs>
1: we we will work on this we are we are working on every single day and if you want to join us in this venture join suncoast normal go to uh suncoastnormal.org and join us you can get fancy pins like i have over here on my jacket and we have over here anybody else who wants to join there you go he doesn't wear the jacket he carries the jacket that is just how casual uh, Carlos is. But we, yeah. we we plan on moving these bills forward. So there you go. There's there's the uh, Sinatra look. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: join me. <laughs> join, join Senkos Normal. Follow us on social media at Senkos Normal. N-O-R-M-L.
1: <laughs> this is the first week of session. Yeah. Session goes on for 60 days. States. And that going to be a race to the top, right, right. or the bottom, whichever way it works. You're so <laughs> no, I think that we, we, we can get something accomplished this year that we haven't gotten accomplished before, and we are sincerely hoping that that's going to happen.
0: I, 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 yeah.
1: All right, we are going to go visit with, with Representative Larned now, and we're going to see if we can iron out a few things that we can make move forward. But this is Gary, Stein, your political director for Suncoast Normal, and.
0: Uh, Carlos Mina, uh, deputy director.
1: And Chris Kano, our executive director, is actually back from the Dominican Republic and somewhere above the uh, Beltway, but not here in Tallahassee right now because he's got work to do over there. But he is on your side as well, and we're all pushing for this together, and we're all pushing together for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love you my heart and soul. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member, because that is how you become part of Of the change. You can
0: find the Rotation Podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes, but you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National. all by joining Suncoast Normal. That website again is suncoastnormal.org. @norml.org dot org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary. And good night. Good night.